0: welcome to the we invested podcast where we teach you how to save and make more cash i'm your host wesley erp and this is season four episode eight and on this episode we sit down with don vote the founder and ceo of vbit technologies and vbit mining and this is a bitcoin mining company i hope you enjoy this episode let's do it today on the we invested podcast we have serial entrepreneur the founder and CEO of VBIT Technologies and VBIT Mining, Don Vo. Don, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, Wesley, how are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Of course, uh, I'm, uh, thank you for having me.
0: Yes, sir, yes, sir. So let's just jump right into it. Um, you know, doing my research on you was very easy because it seems like you're all over the internet, um, you know, in different articles and in different interviews. So it was very, very easy to do my research But just to get started, um, you know, what are VBIT Technologies and VBIT Mining?
1: So uh, VBIT Technologies is actually our uh, mother company. VBIT Mining is uh, the arm of VBIT Technologies uh, that uh, sells computer mining hardware and uh, also hosting services uh, of that hardware to uh, end users.
0: For sure. For sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, So, you know, once a customer purchase a hardware package is the mining process completely passive or you know is there other things that have to be done does it have to be actively managed by the customer how does that work
1: well um, so we, we make it you know like uh, as easy as possible for people to get involved and uh, people to go through this whole process because Bitcoin mining is uh, a new concept to a lot of people. Um, so for, for the most part it's pretty easy um, uh, people just purchase a, uh, a hardware package and uh, then they select you know like a, a hosting term and uh, or they can if they choose they can have us ship the machine to them but most of our c- uh, customers actually, have us hosted for them because it's just a lot easier. We uh, we're already the experts in you know setting up these machines. We have dedicated you know rack space and the right setup with the right electricity to run these computers already. Um, so all, all of that uh, can be done you know like by our team already, and uh, our end clients, uh, our end users don't have to you know worry about any of that. They also have the ability to control you know like which mining pools that uh, they're mining to, or if they don't choose one, then we, we can choose one for them and they don't, you know, like really have to worry about it. Uh, but they, they always have, you know, like full control of everything if they want to exercise on that control.
0: For sure. For sure. And so what would you say is the the main purpose behind VBIT mining?
1: So I just think that, you know, VBIT is a I, I mean, Bitcoin itself is a life-changing technology and it's going to revolutionize, you know, like the way people think about finance and uh, the people who get involved at an early stage uh, is going to basically reap the benefits. Uh, so I wanted, uh, the whole purpose of EBIT was to make more people, you know, like aware and educate them about, you know, like this uh, new technology that is potentially life-changing uh, for people and give them an opportunity to kind of get it, get involved in, you know, like this... Uh, bull run and how things are uh, how this new technology is going to transform life as we know it in the future
0: for sure for sure that's awesome that's awesome so you know how how did you personally get um, involved or get started in the cryptocurrency space
1: actually, it's a funny story. Uh, my wife used to uh, manage the foreign currency exchange here at the Philadelphia airport. Uh, and back in 2010, so in the really early days of uh, Bitcoin, one of her clients uh, walked, through, uh, walked through and uh, asked her if she heard about Bitcoin. She said, no, of course. And he's like, uh, this is going to be the technology of the future. Go uh, go into your research uh, on it. So she takes it home. She asked me about it. And I'm like, um, you know what? Uh, let me take a look. I-, I read the white paper. I thought it was was a great idea but too many pieces of the puzzle has to fall in place and there are large moving pieces that has to fall into place so I thought you know it's it's going to be too risky and um it's probably not going to succeed right because there's big things that has to fall in place but you know much to my surprise it uh, it did I my wife told me to you know just put in you know 500 bucks a thousand dollars uh into it at that time bitcoin price was uh 0.000 like four zeros and then a five um uh, per bitcoin and had i listened to her you know that uh, that 500 to a thousand dollars would have turned into over a billion dollars right now but of course i didn't listen to her And uh, th- that, that was uh, another big li- uh, life lesson that I learned, but um, I-, I continued to kind of like follow the movements uh, and the development of Bitcoin. Um, I-, I saw, you know, like it go through these big bull market cycles. I saw it go through these bear market cycles uh, and just uh, so much volatility going from, you know, ma- making it to a penny, making it to, you know, like five cents, a dollar, um, until in 2015, I decided to pull the trigger. and. And I, I finally bought, you know, like my first, uh, 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 my first few bitcoins um, in 2015 at like 260 bucks uh, then, and you know the rest was history.
0: Man, that's awesome! That's awesome, and it's it's you know crazy hearing these different bitcoin stories and finding out when people first found out about it and then you realize man how much money you could have made it's like it's heartbreaking but it's also very cool that you got in 2015 when you did so you still got to experience uh, a lot of the upside to it mm-hmm.
1: yeah definitely uh but i think everything happens for a reason, right? Um, I, I I think going, you know, like uh, being that I didn't uh, buy in at, in 2010, yeah, it, it would have been great that I'm sitting on a billion dollars right now. So don't, don't get me wrong. That's, uh, you know, like that that's a lot of money by every means. Uh, but it, it I, I guess I wouldn't be able to go through all of the different life experiences that I had over the past few years. And I probably would not have, you know, like started uh, VBIT and uh, actually get a chance to impact so many different people's lives
0: for sure for sure and that's awesome and you know speaking of vbit uh, philadelphia weekly says that you have a unique business model and they called you a bitcoin robin hood of sorts so could you kind of elaborate um you know on what makes your business model so unique
1: Well, uh, when people think of Bitcoin mining right now, right, they think of big corporations like Riot Blockchain or Marathon. Uh, Those guys, uh, they are in the Bitcoin mining space as well, but they're just buying large chunks of machines, setting it up at their data centers and just mining for themselves, mining for the company uh, themselves. Right. Uh, And don't get me wrong, Bitcoin, you know, like they're making a lot of money off of Bitcoin mining because Bitcoin mining is so lucrative right now. But my my vision is a little bit different. Um, my vision, I, I want to be able to share this experience and kind of like share the wealth around to, you know, everyday folks, uh, because uh, one, one of the uh, goals of VBIT is also to promote the mainstream adoption of um, you know, of Bitcoin and get people to go out there, ha- uh, have it and use it and stuff like that. Uh, how are you going to, promote that mainstream adoption, if you're trying to buy up all the machines and mine all the Bitcoins for your own company, uh, so nobody else has any bitcoin because there's only 21 million Bitcoins as the total supply. If nobody else has Bitcoin, that and nobody's using it, then the value is not going to go up as much either. And uh, along the way, by giving people an opportunity to kind of like get involved, uh, it it helps uh, give them an opportunity to kind of take advantage of the upside potential of Bitcoin as well, while also um, helping Bitcoin uh, achieve that mainstream adoption that everybody wants.
0: For sure, for sure. So, you know, when you hear about um countries like el salvador adopting bitcoin as a legal tender and major tech companies holding bitcoin on their balance sheet you know what comes to mind and uh what does that mean for your company
1: Actually, I, uh, I had always envisioned that one day, you know, like it's going to, uh, Bitcoin is going to start being recognized as legal tender as El Salvador did. Uh, and of course, you know, like the first countries to always do that is going to be emerging countries, uh, be, uh, uh and you know, like third world countries and stuff because they, they have a need for it. Right. They, uh, these, uh, smaller countries, uh, their government, uh, their fiat currency, the government currency is not as, uh um, trusted, um, right? Uh, like, let's say if we think about the U.S. dollar, what gives the U.S. dollar value? It's basically the people's faith in their government, that their government is going to be around, and uh, this, uh, th- this currency is going to be around for a long time, and I can use this currency to buy things with it, right? Uh, but in the smaller countries, they don't have that type of luxury. Uh, like, let's say Iran or Iraq, those countries that, you know, um, are always at war, and Their government is changing all the time. Each time their government changes, there's a new type of currency that gets introduced. Uh, And uh, so the old, you know, like currency, it uh, carries no value and you can't buy anything with it. You might have worked hard for, you know, that million bucks uh, just to wake up uh, like a few months later. And that uh, million dollars can't even buy you a loaf of bread. Um, and, And that you know, like this is just the start, right? El Salvador is uh, the start. Uh, I think that all of you know, like the other countries are going to keep an eye, especially the emerging countries that uh, their people don't have a hundred percent confidence in um, their governance. currency is going to keep an eye at the development of this, how you know, like uh, El Salvador's uh, economy um, uh, improves uh, over time, and also it, it gives them a way to you know like a a less expensive way to kind of participate in world trade and that and that's really empower uh, that's the way bitcoin empowers you know like everyone around the world you don't have to rely on any central entity uh to you know like make it happen for you
0: for sure for sure no that's very powerful stuff and um it really just shows how bitcoin can Really become that global currency um, that we've always been hearing about. Um, but can you explain a little bit more? Uh, can you explain your vision for the VBit virtual wallet that I've, um, you know, read in a few articles? I heard that that you have a goal or you want to create a VBit virtual wallet. So can you just explain the vision behind that?
1: Mm hmm. Uh, So one of the things that we're trying to do is promote the, you know, mainstream adoption and use of Bitcoin. Right. And uh, what is what I see really stopping that um, mainstream adoption right now is the ease to use it Uh, like. Right now, you know, like I, I can buy Bitcoin easily on uh, Coinbase and uh, there are, star, uh, you know, like uh, there's uh, more and more uh, ways for me to spend that Bitcoin on a daily basis. I, I can buy, you know, like things on Overstock.com right now. I can um, uh, pay my AT&T phone bill right now with uh, Bitcoin. Uh, but... Uh, there, there has to be, you know, in order for that mainstream adoption to happen, there has to be a way for me to basically go to any grocery store and buy my groceries with Bitcoin or buy my co- coffee with Bitcoin. Right. Uh, and there, there's more solutions coming out every day uh, to execute on that vision. And what could be, um, you know, like uh, VBITs. Um, uh, wallet is uh, going to do, uh, Um, I, I envision it to be one of those, you know, like on ramp, off ramp um, avenues uh, for people to really take the bitcoins that they have and they hold uh, and start going out and spending it uh, in the real world, uh, in real time without, uh, you know, like without any friction.
0: For sure. So it seems like you really plan to create a sort of VBIT ecosystem.
1: Yes, uh, that is the goal because uh, I, you know, like, there's a lot of uh, things that needs to happen for Bitcoin to um, go mainstream right now. And uh, we're we're trying to solve, you know, like all of those uh, big pain points. And basically, uh, that's the reason why, you know, like we're trying to build a community because the bigger uh, the community, the easier it would be to kind of like uh, roll out, you know, like all of these uh, different products and services and get, you know, like merchants to start accepting it and uh, get users to start using
0: it for sure for sure so you know the pandemic uh which is something that that you kind of uh spoke about before we started recording but the pandemic made a lot of people realize that we need multiple sources of income so have your companies been able to benefit from that awareness of the people
1: yes um actually we are uh throughout the pandemic we have grown quite a bit um uh, you know, like uh, before the pandemic, we were still growing, but uh, during the pandemic, we've uh, grown uh, exponentially. Uh, we probably 6X six, to- uh, six X, uh, our size uh, over the uh, pandemic. And uh, that's because people are realizing, yes, they do need other forms of, uh, you know, like income. And Bitcoin mining is a stable form of income for them uh, because Bitcoin mining is no different than basically the bank's uh, bank uh, the business model right now, right? A lot of people think that um, banks are make make the bulk of their money through just like lending and investing. But in reality, the way they're making money is they're just setting up all of these computers in data centers just to process the different transactions that goes through, you know, the visa network, goes through their banking network. And in return, they're getting a transaction fee for it. So Bitcoin mining is kind of like. Um, uh, having the ability to create your own bank because that's what the Bitcoin miners are doing. They're just processing transactions that goes, uh, those computers are processing transactions going through the Bitcoin network and in return for it, they're getting, you know, like the transaction fees in Bitcoin. So it, and and look at how big the banks are, right? So uh, as Bitcoin uh, Bitcoin's awareness grows, uh, the opportunity uh, of Bitcoin mining is going to grow with it
0: for sure for sure so you know states like um montana and wyoming were the original hot spots for bitcoin mining and in, in, in places where minor for miners to go um but now it looks like miami is is working to become the the newest hotspot in the new city that's you know welcoming big bitcoin miners and um, you know, wanting to become a bit a uh, cryptocurrency hub. So do you plan to set up shop in Miami to utilize any of their crypto benefits?
1: So uh, we are uh, always actively exploring, you know, like different options, different offerings, and uh, we are always keeping an eye on, you know, like uh, how the uh, the legal uh, legal regulations change in certain areas of the country and uh, in the world. Uh, and you know, the the Bitcoin uh, conference um, in uh, Miami that just happened uh, a couple of weeks ago it, it was a it was a major event. Uh, it you know had speakers like Jack Dorsey and and stuff so definitely i do see you know like potential in the area and if they start to introduce you know like legal regulations that are friendly um to uh, the bitcoin space the crypto space and bitcoin mining i i I don't see why not Uh, i don't see why we wouldn't you know like um start to explore different ways we can do business there
0: for sure yes sir yes sir so how do you think bitcoin will be used in the future and how do you plan to use bitcoin in the future
1: so Bitcoin, um, at it, at its current state, uh, With the blockchain, it's not, you know, like fast enough to be a everyday currency yet for, you know, like the whole world to use. But I I am confident that over time uh, it will, you know, it will scale its capabilities, Uh, the block sizes, everything like that is going to increase its transaction limits uh, and capabilities is going to increase. And at that point, it's going to be more ready to become a currency. Uh, But even today, in its current nature, I see that, you know, like it is a very good store of value. Um, and it, it just, it's kind of like a hybrid between fiat currency and gold, right? Fiat fiat currency, you're able to, you know, like, um, uh, easy to transport, easy to store, and stuff like that. Uh, but the problem is, the government can start to print out more money at any time, which causes inflation, which causes the value of your 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 dollar or your your money to lose value over time. Which we've seen throughout the pandemic, the U.S. government, among you know like other um, countries' governments, have printed trillions and trillions of dollars. Right. And uh, trillions of trillions more bills, um, devaluing, uh, their dollar cause, uh, causing inflation. But the problem, you know, like with gold, uh, even though it has a total, um, it it has a limited supply. um, It's very, you know, like people have to go through a lot of work uh, to mine out more gold. And uh, it just has a fixed supply. So it it keeps its value better than the U.S. dollar. But the problem is it's hard. uh, It's heavy. It's hard to store. It's hard to transport it. Just think about it. Right. If you live in Iraq and uh, there's a war, you, you have you know let's say you're a rich person with 10 million dollars would you trust uh, uh, keeping 10 million dollars worth in the iraqi money at the time um probably not right especially if the government is going to change and your money has no value but if you decide to buy gold 10 million uh 10 million dollars worth of gold is a lot of gold it's really heavy and wh- what are you going to do when you know uh, the uh, soldiers come uh, busting down your door right you're going to throw all those gold. uh bars of gold into your backpack and run away, you can't. So each one of them has its benefits. Each one of them has its shortfalls. And I feel that Bitcoin is the solution that kind of uh, is the hybrid of both uh, with its benefits, but none of its shortfalls. So it's easy to transport um, and um, just a store, uh, just like fiat currency, but also it, it holds its, uh, it's going, uh, once mainstream adoption uh, happens, it's going to hold its value well uh, because uh, it has a Limited supply, just like gold. So, P- I, I always tell people, don't you know, like ignore the no- noise of volatility, right? Uh, you know, refrain from uh, watching and having too too much emotion when you see the uh, value of uh, Bitcoin go up and down by, you know, like. 40, 50 percent a day. Right. Because it, every new technology, every new asset is going to go through that type of volatility before. Uh, and once it reaches mainstream adoption, it's going to be steady. And um, the, as long as the underlying asset has good you know, fundamentals, which Bitcoin does, it's going to get there. So, uh, for, you know, for VBIT, uh, and myself, uh, we actually hold quite a bit of, uh, Bitcoin and I do have full faith and confidence in, uh, Bitcoin's, uh, ability to reach mainstream adoption. So I, I I'm a true, you know, like I'm a hodler. I have been, uh, I bought since 2015, uh, the, the, uh, coins that I've, uh, purchased in 2015, I I actually still hold on to it. Um, Even though, you know, Bitcoin price uh, went up by, you know, like 100 times. uh, uh, And then also, you know, 100% here, 1000% there and also fell by 50%, 80% here and there. But, you know, just hang on to it, see where, uh, where it will be in the future. And then also um, use it in a way uh, that would enable other people to kind of like get involved and help uh, the cause of uh, taking it to mainstream adoption.
0: For sure. For sure. That's awesome. So, you know, with a, with, you know, more and more companies starting to hold Bitcoin on their balance sheets, do you think that'll eventually start to sway their uh, business valuations and and stock prices of companies and things like that?
1: Uh, Definitely. I I definitely think so. And I think that, you know, right now we're just at the start of that time period where uh, publicly traded companies uh, and even private companies are holding Bitcoin on their balance sheets. I think over the long run, more and more companies are going to do it. But, um, you know, companies that uh, has large Bitcoin holdings on its balance sheets uh, are, are going to be more prone uh, to volatility, right? Uh, during Bitcoin bull markets, people are going to, you know, place a higher value on that company's uh, stock. As uh, Bitcoin crashes, um, you know, P- uh, it's going to drag down their stock price too. Uh, but over the long run, because I believe Bitcoin will be, you know, substantially higher um, by, you know, this time next year, uh than it is now i think over the long run the companies that holds uh bitcoin on their balance sheet will benefit uh in their share price
0: for sure for sure so you know earlier you spoke about um you know your your company kind of growing 6x or your team growing 6x so you know what would you say is the importance of having a good team and how did you build your team
1: so I feel like the number, uh, the most important thing to you know building a team is sincerity, right? Sincerity and transparency. Uh, people, you know, you, people, you know, when when you know like you um you try to build teams and you try to you know uh, sway people just through um tricks or telling them the things that they want to hear eventually they're going to see through the charades right uh but as long as you're transparent about the things that you're doing and you're really you know like sincere in uh wanting to help people uh that yeah, the uh, cream cream You know, like it's always going to rise to the top, right? Cream always rises to the top. Um, So when I started VBIT, uh, we started in 2018 when Bitcoin prices actually were starting to drop and at the start of that, you know, like bear market cycle. Uh, So at that time, uh, it it was hard to, you know, like convince people uh, about, uh, hey, uh, you should get into Bitcoin. And they're asking, why should I get into Bitcoin? It was $20,000 just two months ago. Today, it's only, you know, like $10,000. It just lost 50%. Are you crazy? Um, But when when you really lay it out for them be be transparent and show them the uh like just try to help them in an educational way of course at the end of the day it's up to them to kind of you know uh believe you and then take action right uh but uh as long as you know you're doing your best to educate them they're eventually it's just going to click Because everything kind of makes sense. Um, Once you really start to do your due diligence and learn about it and how, because Bitcoin mining is a lot different than just buying Bitcoin. Um, I I feel that, you know, it's a safer way to get involved into uh, the Bitcoin space. And uh, I I was able to grow, you know, like uh, our team based on uh, the fundamentals of uh, Bitcoin mining working, you know, like as a, a hedge over the
0: long run. For sure. For sure. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, you know, you've been in business, um, you know, since you were 13 or 15, you know, since a very young 13, age. Thirteen. Yes. yes, sir. Since you were 13. Mm-hmm. So, you know, throughout that time, what would you say are some of the most important business lessons that you've learned?
1: So I think the most important lesson that I learned is you always have to be hungry that that fire in you always has to be lit right uh so i didn't come from a rich family or that had resources or anything like that uh my family's first generation immigrants i grew up in the projects of the south bronx um you know i i got beat up pretty much almost every single day uh going to school in elementary school uh and i you know like it just lit that fire in me uh telling me you know i i I don't want this for myself you know like i i want to be able to do better i want to be able to get out of here right and my you know like my parents they they were great parents they were very hard workers but they just weren't equipped uh to kind of um yeah they 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 weren't equipped to uh, be in the right position uh to uh uh, to uh, like like do a better than where they were. They were already working two jobs. They were working, you know, 16, 17 hours a day at, you know, like uh, different uh, types of factories and stuff like that to try to uh, put food on our table. And they didn't speak any English. So they had a lot of, you know, like uh, uh, a big handicap where they couldn't uh, break out of that cycle. Right. So I I, I saw how hard they worked and I, I just knew, you know, like I wanted to help my family. I want to do better. And I, I was hungry. I And so that's why, you know, I started to uh, go... uh, to the library, start to read books, uh, research um, uh, things on the internet. Uh, 13 years old, my parents bought me my first computer. Um, always stay curious, right? Uh, along with staying hungry, always stay curious. So I, I go through life always seeing the different processes that people go through and their daily routine and my daily routine. And I'm always thinking about how can I, you know, like, is there any improvement to be made? Like, is there an improvement that is necessary to be made? And if there is, how can you improve that? Because if you're if you are having problems in your daily routine where uh, you think there can be improvements, more likely than not, there are a lot of other people in society that are going through the same problems as you. And businesses are built on solutions. So if you can find the solution to that problem, then you have, you know, you have a uh, good, solid business right
0: there. For sure. For sure. No, that's definitely great advice. Um so how would you like for people to remember you and your companies?
1: Wow. That's a, uh, that's a really deep question. And uh, that's actually something that I think about all the time. Um, so uh, honestly, of course I, uh, as with every company, you know, like we need to be able to make a profit. Right. But uh, our goal is actually not to, um, uh, it's, it's not, uh, I'm not in it for the money uh, and, you know, that might not sound sincere to, you know, like some people, but that's how I've been, you know, like, uh, running the company. And that's how I, uh, I've been, you know, like operating in in my daily life. Right. I, uh, I, I just get that joy uh, from being able to you know like help uh, make a positive impact on people and I, i've just been so happy seeing that vbit's been able to you know like impact uh, literally thousands of people's lives right now uh, for the better and uh, we have you know like countless you know like uh, clients that uh, come to me and say you know like thank you so much for creating this opportunity um it's it's really changed me and you know like my family's finances and that that that's just it, it really warms my heart and I I, I want to, that's how I want to be remembered. Right. I want to be remembered as a person who, you know, like made a positive impact on society. And that's my goal for VBIT as well. Um, just not, you know, like some money hungry uh, uh, company. But I, I want to be able to just make positive uh, impact on people.
0: For sure. For sure. And so what would you say the future of VBIT looks like to you?
1: Uh, We are basically just at the, you know, like at the start uh, of our growth, even though we already have grown uh, over 6X over uh, the past uh, few years. um, I I really think that we can uh, grow it all the way to become a multi-billion dollar company uh, that is traded on the stock market. So it is uh, my goal to, you know, like uh, take the company public um, and, uh, you know, like and just Help promote the mainstream adoption of uh, Bitcoin, and then uh, once that happens, um, see how we can, you know, make more of an, a positive impact on people.
0: Man, that's awesome. That's awesome, Don Donvo. Thank you so much for your time today. I definitely learned a lot, man. I feel like this is a very informative interview, and I hope to see you uh, ringing that bell one day. You know what your IPO.
1: Awesome. Uh, thank you. And uh, thank you for having me. It was uh, my pleasure to, you know, have this conversation. Uh, I, I I also went through some self-awakening in uh, this interview as well.
0: Yes, sir. That's awesome. You have a great one.
1: Awesome. Have a good one. Bye bye.